welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. My name is Matt Bertram, the rebel. The <laughs> rebel. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 398. We really appreciate you guys appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, we do have a tip from our previous podcast. And, and uh, hold on, we got to make sure the video's up and running. We'll get a thumbs up once it's up and running. <laughs> Turn the screen, thumb is up. And the tip is uh, definitely use the countdown, tim- countdown timer on Google AdWords. Uh, use the countdown timer on Google AdWords because you want to create scarcity. A sense of urgency. And I am not doing this, so this is a tip I need to follow uh, and test out. And I think Chris made this tip for a reason. So, so that he, he will re- do it. He really needs me to do it. You can in see front a, of 15,000 people. You can see a 28% <laughs> increase in conversions with the countdown timer. So uh, make sure you use it. Subscribe, follow, boom! boom. <laughs> All right. So please remember, we are filmed live here in Houston, Texas. Yes, sir. And we actually have a, a, a review from somebody in Sugarland, Texas, just around the corner. We had a good conversation with him. His name is Mac B. His review is, of course... Five stars. Uh, it says, I discovered eWeb Results podcast while traveling, technology, and more specifically, <laughs> the internet and social media seem to dominate the consumer's attention. I began a journey of self-education on the... Su- I feel like this should be more this is, Oh, this is storytelling right yeah, here. Of yeah, self-education like on the yeah. subject of SEO, and I found eWeb Results to be both useful and easy to follow, even for a newbie like me. I've owned a website for many years, but have never had it generate leads for me, and that is my short-term goal, so I now subscribe and listen to eWeb Results via podcast on his iPhone. Punch in the face to you, Mac B. Thank you for that review. We really appreciate you. had a great conversation with you, so um, punch in the face to you. Listen, you're probably here for some information. You probably might want a tip or two. You can go get five online marketing mistakes that could tank your business. Uh, and uh, all you need to do is go to ewebresults.com slash SEO tips. You can stop the video now. Um, and we got a great article today, right? We that, do. Yes. Yes. It's so, all about PPC. It's uh, yeah. taking over. Right no, up, just kidding. Just kidding. Right up your neck of the woods. <laughs> and we got a big announcement here. So we show Yeah, we have a big announcement. So you special podcast listeners, stay tuned for another two minutes. Yeah, and, and you guys who are tuned in, you got a got a good treat. All right, here is what we're gonna cover today. How your website redesign could sabotage your page search efforts. This is by uh, Pauline J. Kober, uh, and you can reach her her Twitter handle is at GRP27 spelled out. Uh, T W E N T Y S E V E N G R P 27. And so, punch in the face to you, Pauline. If you guys are uh, in, a, in a position to have an electronic device, what we'd like you to do right now is tweet, tweet uh, hashtag SEO podcast, include, tag us in it at best SEO podcast, at eWeb results, and also tweet uh, pa- uh, Pauline uh, to make sure that uh, she knows we're covering her article today. All right, so. We run a contest, and that contest we run uh, every single week. And the way the contest works is uh, is that w- <laughs> okay. the way the contest works is if we get five shikos, what is a shiko? A share, a like, and a follow. If we get five shikos and we get one, t- excuse me, ten shikos and one review, we'll skip this section, and we actually got the review, uh, and we actually got the shikos. So. We're going to skip this section. Woo! Save it to Thank the end. Thank you. We will say that if you want a website analysis, go to our website, ewebresults.com. And so 
you guys notice that there's somebody else there's here. There's a third person. There's a third person here. In the here. picture here. And we're not speaking in the third person. There is, there's actually a third person. And so we've really kind of put together a really nice deal uh, for our customers. And ultimately, actually, it's certainly going to impact the information that's coming out on the podcast. Uh, we've already talked about that. Uh, so this gentleman standing next to us, he is the preeminent SEO consultant in the city of Houston. What? How big is the city of Houston, Matt? It's uh, fourth biggest city in the country. Fourth biggest city in the country. So, Probably third. So one no. of the nation's <laughs> best SEO consultants, uh, and we've just started working together. So, so you just go to Google if you're in Houston, type in SEO Houston, and it's uh, just check for someone that's three times on the first page. Three times. Three times on the first page. That's him. He's and, and standing then, right yeah. here. And uh, his name, if you do that, you'll know who it is. If not, just check out the press release next week. So Yeah. So thank you for coming by. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. All right. That is some exciting news. All right. So I want to stay really focused on our news today. uh, And we're actually going to do something. This is some seriousness. That's pretty important. We usually don't get that this serious, I I think. The audio is too low. (laughs) The audio is too low. I can make a quick adjustment. Let's do that. Recording devices. Properties. Intermission. 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 That that should be better. We'll make sure that's better. Um, All right. So we want to talk about net neutrality. So if you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash eWebResults, you will find a, a recent tweet that talks about five calls, like making five calls for net neutrality. Um, They're working by December 14th. They're going to have a vote and try and repeal the existing net neutrality rules. This is not a good thing. Uh, We don't believe this is a good thing. Uh, So uh, a little bit farther down in our Facebook feed, you'll actually see uh, an article that gives you kind of five things that you can do. So not just those five calls that came from that list, but five things that you can do to impact net neutrality and have an impact on uh, the people who are voting on net neutrality. This um, is a big deal. This is a big this deal. This is a big deal. This is going to affect everyone's business that's in uh, online marketing space uh, across the board. Yep. Um, so... So this is not a good thing. This is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So a- as an example, so you may be wondering, like, what is net neutrality? And all of these political things tend to get, like, double negatives to understand what it means. And, and really what it means is keeping the net equal, an equal playing field for all players, uh, as an example. So, and I think we talked about this in the last podcast. Just want to cover it a little bit more. It, let's say uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big... Um, yes, uh, fat cat. I'm a big fat cat, and I own a media company, and I'm delivering video over through the internet, so ISPs get involved, See, that's, right? that's why. I'm against the and empire. He's, and he's I'm the against rebel. the empire. And he wants to deliver uh, media through that same internet. Uh, if that media, if, if um, the ISPs, internet service providers, have the option of selling me bandwidth then because I'm a fat cat, just because, not because I'm better, mm-hmm. uh, but only because I have money, I'm able to do things that uh, Mr. Rebel do. here can't yes. do. Uh, and so it no longer levels, the, the, the field is no longer level. Uh, it favors people with money. It's not skill, money, all right? Not saying that people with money don't have skill. I'm just saying in this case, it, it, it's a, a pure cash favorability. So we want to avoid this. Some examples where net neutrality has been where they fought for the little guy. Uh, AT&T at one time was forcing Apple to block Skype on the iPhones. I don't know if you know that. 
And and this is like AT and T just trying to remove the apps so that uh, so that people have to use their network instead of using the internet in that situation. Monopolize. This is really interesting. So Verizon and, I, and, I, and I, this is a little bit a little bit longer, not that long. During orgu, uh, oral arguments in Verizon versus the FCC in 2013. Judges asked whether the phone giant would favor some preferred services, content, or sites over others if the court overruled the agency's existing open internet rules. That's net neutrality. Verizon, uh, their counsel, uh, Helgi Walker, had to say this, and I quote, I'm authorized to state from my client today that both of these rules would uh, that but for these rules. So unless these words were in place, uh, we would be exploring those types of arrangements. So they would be favoring the fat cats and trying to generate extra cash. I don't begrudge them that. What I do begrudge is where that cash starts to impact the opportunities for the little business. Um, so go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Facebook.com slash eWebSalts. <laughs> <laughs> There's sometimes, a lot of stuff on Facebook, guys. Sometimes, sometimes the rebel you know, has to catch up. <laughs> and, and go there, and, and the, one of our first links right now is five calls. It gives you like the number you can call to have an impact, uh, and we, we recommend that you do that. And by the way, punch in the face to, to, to Mike Simon. He's with MyShipleyDonuts.com. He kind of reached out to me and said, hey, I kind of think you guys should discuss it, and he was absolutely right. So a punch in the face to you, uh, Mr. Simon. He's one of our clients. Yes, one of our, <laughs> one of our great, wonderful clients. Uh, that is all the news that I have for today. So uh, that represents the end of the potatoes. And it's a big deal. It's a big it's deal. A big so deal. please take action. Yeah. Go out and, and vote. And it is now time to get into the meat of the podcast. Yes. All right. Who else is it? We've got some. Steven, thanks for tuning in. Uh, punch in the face to you. Again, here is our article, How Your Website Redesign Can Sabotage Your Paid Search Efforts by Pauline Jacober. Jacober. I'm probably mispronouncing that. All right, so here's what Pauline had to say. She said, uh, uh, Pauline, uh, PPC agencies, uh, she, her own PPC agency, so she's the owner of an agency, uh-huh. almost declined a project because the website that they were pr- making the proposal to was so bad. Has this ever happened to us? No, because we build landing pages and we don't need to use your website. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if your website's that bad, we'll still take the work. We'll just, and, and we find landing pages work better anyway. Um, but I get it, right? Because there was yes. a time yeah. in, in, in the agency quite a while back where we really, um, we really wouldn't drive traffic to a particular website. And, and we still won't. We just make the landing page so that we can drive traffic and generate value really quickly. Right. Um, see, so when they announced that they they were going to do a website redesign, they said, "Okay, great. They're going to actually take that account and talked about is it good news if you're doing a redesign for your website for your paid search efforts?" And the answer is maybe. You got to be careful yep. uh, about how you do it, and, and Google uh, make sure you fully build out what you want to do before you throw it up. Don't yep. continue to make changes. Uh, it confuses Google. They don't like it. Yep. So, so uh, she gave five and actually listed the six, but uh, in some, some follow-up text, I felt the six was worth mentioning. Uh, so we're going to go through these six things, and these are how your website redesign can sabotage your paid search efforts. <laughs> all right. There's paper flying all over the place. Number one is your phone number. Matt, where should your phone number be on your website? All over it. 
All over. It. <laughs> no, it, up in the upper right hand corner, I think it's a good place to be for it. On the workstation, uh, yeah. On the workstation, uh, maybe further down uh, on the page, right. like when they're looking to, to click on it, yep. if it's on mobile, if right. it's mobile friendly. Um, right up at the top, yeah. Right, right up at the top or every two scrolls. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what can happen when you're doing the redesign is the new designer, and we bump into this every, t every now and then, where the designers are very aesthetic and not very uh, results focused, they remove the phone number. So that's something that you should do. What we like to say is uh, for our clients, there should never be an extra step, right? So if they land on your page and you want them to make a phone call, don't make them scroll. Don't make them click the contact us page. <laughs> Give them the phone number right there. I yeah, I mean I think that that's a debate internally is the the aesthetics versus the conversions. I think that there's a a good balance, um, but also you want to make the page familiar. Right. Okay. So high converting landing pages is a good to follow that model because people know where to go to find yep. stuff. Because you got to think about. Uh, anybody that's landing on a landing page through PPC uh, or SEO or something like that, they've never hit your page before. It's like dropping somebody out of a parachute in a foreign land and you got to give them kind of directions on where you want them to go. Yep. Well, you kind of don't want when they land on your website for it to feel like being dropped in a foreign land with a parachute. <laughs> well, at least if there's signs. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. want it friendly. Actually, yeah. So that's a good point. You want the the ads, uh, anything that they're looking for in the ads right. or the offer, you need to have that on the landing page or the website where yeah. you take them to. That's the uh, continuity. Yeah, yeah, the continuity. That continuity really we talk about. Like if somebody searches for something and they need to see an ad with that something in it and probably an offer, and then when they land on the page, they need to see that search phrase and that offer right away. Yeah, it's really, really important uh, for bounce rates. Number two is trust symbols. So you might ask, what is a trust symbol? We had a debate right before this podcast. <laughs> um, some examples. Examples are BBB, uh, AVO if you're an attorney, uh, review badges, uh, testimonials are trust symbols, right? Um, and we went a little crazy with trust symbols uh, with our developer, and we have them all over our page right on, now. Uh, on the right-hand side, on the top, at the top of every page. Maybe at the bottom. Uh, at the bottom of some of the pages. Um, but it's great, right? It, it shows off our expertise. Yep. People understand what it is. Hasn't hurt our conversions at all. We've actually gotten uh, some bumps from it, yeah. but uh, trust symbols uh, need to be in your repertoire. So. Uh, so on what pages should trust symbols be? Wherever anybody's going to land. Yeah. yeah. If they're going to land there and you want to build trust, then you, you should have a and, trust And, symbol. you know, it, like either above the fold or right below the fold or right. in the header. It just depends uh, on your situation. Intersperse some uh, testimonials throughout the content. Yeah. On every page, it'd be great to have a testimonial. That's the answer I was looking for. Every page. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Next. Next is number three, uh, tracking codes. This is how your website redesign can sabotage your page search efforts. Have we ever experienced tracking codes like disappearing and data disappearing? Have we, have we experienced that? They've gone awry a few times. <laughs> yeah. So as a PPC kind of expert who like puts on the, the data hat and digs in and then you see that the data is all wrong, how does that feel? Well, you know, you have incomplete data to make a, the best decision, right? right? And, and, you know, we use CallRail and uh, it's fantastic. You can tie the keyword uh, to the time when they called and um, you, you can better know what you're doing. You yep. can record your calls. The customers love it. Um, you know, 
they didn't ask me to say that, but they're they're a really good service. Yeah, Colorado's good. <laughs> uh, so she says that there's uh, the codes that she's most concerned about, and us. We agree. Uh, Google Analytics code, remarketing code, website call metrics code, right? So that's the call rail code, and then the AdWords conversion code. She missed one. Okay. Facebook Pixel. Well, of course, you need Facebook Pixel, LinkedIn. Uh, is always good if you're doing account-based selling. Um, I was actually, the thing that was most interesting to me was, where was it? You had to highlight on your page. Uh, when we were talking about uh, the remarketing. Oh, I think yeah. you need to, I think we, we actually, talk about that a little bit? we had a little internal, internal debate. debate there. Right, so uh, one of the things as we're looking at a website, we'll use the Google Tag uh, plugin or add-in for Chrome, and it'll tell us if it's got analytics or the remarketing code or not. And, and Matt was like, well, you know, I'm actually driving remarketing ads from the analytics, from the, <laughs> from the audiences I'm building in analytics. I don't actually need the AdWords code. And sure, so we're like, we had a little debate. It was like, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> I, I was like, I I'm believe. doing it. I am doing it right now. I know it works. People are like, no, you can't. You can't run remarketing without remarketing tech. So just know that there's different ways to do things. Yep. Um, and uh, not to say any one of them's right or wrong. I mean, there's best practices. Uh, and what you should do is just standardize whatever you're doing internally. And we would recommend to use Google Tag Manager, too, to really manage those, right? That's Absolutely. That's a nice, a nice yeah. easy way to do that. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So number four is thank you pages. Yes. And we've got three kind of reasons to have thank you pages. Upsell. Really important. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, well, that's the, the, like the very specific, yeah, lost opportunity. So what they'll say, and this, is, this has happened with some of the plugins that go in into WordPress, Somebody will redesign a website, and now when you submit a form, instead of the form kind of landing on a thank you page or doing anything useful, (laughs) it'll just say uh, a small little text in a green box. And we probably all have seen this or not seen it, is kind of the point, is uh, thank you for submitting your form. And it really needs to go to a landing page for three reasons. You're going to say something. Well, I I was just going to say that's a good opportunity to... um you know, the, the fear of loss or whatever yep. it is after someone buys something, right? They, they to, to the fear of the regret the, the of buyer's remorse, the yeah. buyer's remorse. That's what I was looking for. And so like you really, it's a good way to communicate with your audience and let them know something that's going on or give them a free gift or use as opportunity to sell. But the, the thing that I was going to say right. is I've seen some recent pages of people using templates and not updating the 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 thank you page right, right. so it's just like random uh, generic ge- no it's just random text like you know where it's not those oh, words or whatever Laura yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like so so it, it's go a, through the process well it's a really important piece of the process that you you don't want to overlook it's because actually a conversion right it's yeah. someone the 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 conversation's not over when they buy or when they right. sign up it just got started it may be a, just a good time to say hey like us on fa- Facebook right yeah or, or something, something simple. yeah absolutely. do something with your thing a thank you page. So her three points were, uh, it may leave visitors wondering, right? So I mentioned that that text sitting there, maybe they don't even notice it. And you're like, okay, you get, if you're getting multiple submissions on a form, it may be that they don't know they've submitted. Or yeah, the thank you page doesn't come up. Yep. Yeah. Next is it's a lost opportunity. We just talked about that. And finally, thank you pages are a great place to put tracking code. We would actually, so you <laughs> may have different thank you pages for different um, uh, uh, CTAs for your website. If you have different thank you pages, um, you can use those to remarket very specifically to somebody. So a micro they, goal. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so well, finish that. That was you were. Yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, I, no. you were on a roll. <laughs> I, I was. I was. Yeah. I was thinking I'm sorry about to it say anything. <laughs> so, so, so let's say they're they're you know we know that they submitted the the form from the PPC page. Then you can remarket PP. In our case, like remarket PPC. We do PPC. I don't know. If everybody. We knows do PPC. That. Yeah. 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 Um, we do website design. So search we do engine. SEO. Search engine optimization. We do social media so marketing. You, you can actually we guide the ads that you're going to show them based on the thank you page they landed on. Right. So that's really powerful. In fact, you could have a general remarketing uh, campaign and have it be have the general campaign overridden by the thank you page. Think about email marketing. I know we do email marketing too. Awesome. FYI, yeah. we're HubSpot certified. Yeah. Um, but uh, remarketing you can use as like a drip campaign for someone that you don't even have their contact information for. Right. right. That's how you should think about remarketing. You can change what you hit them with. Like it's. It's a really, really powerful tool. Saves you a lot of money if you're uh, wanting to spend a, a tight ad budget and really get a lot of it's value. How you maximize yes. the traffic yeah. that you're currently yes. getting? Yes, absolutely. All right. So number five, this is how your website redesign could sabotage your paid search efforts. Is forms. <laughs> um, yeah. So sometimes people get rid of forms. Like when she was, uh, or too many fields. This doesn't. This doesn't happen much. Huh? What she mentioned is that somebody will replace <laughs> a form with a link to the email address. Right. That's oh a bad man. Decision. Okay. Yeah. I've That's seen a, a lot decision. of that, um, and uh, we've done it before. But yeah. here's the thing: is when they go from a button to another page, you potentially can lose that conversion. Your conversion rate goes down. Yeah. You want to capture all the so information. That, uh, uh, so a light box, or you know, just having the form. Or both people yep. like to fill out stuff differently. That, that email, if it's just the email link, uh-huh. will actually open up another software often, and uh-huh. that's an ch- opportunity to lose the page, uh, to, to lose the visitor. Um, and then, yeah, you are right with forms. If they decide to add more fields, or or if they make the form physically bigger, know that the size, the physical size on the page of the form, can impact how many people fill it out. You can have a three field form, uh-huh. and it can cover a whole huge page, and people are like that's too much information. So, so another kind of little service that I've used right. before is Typeform. Okay, okay, right. And so, uh, how many fields is super important, right? right? But also, um, they're starting to be a lot of testing on like when someone lands on a form page, right. they're just afraid of filling it out. Right. And so, there's newer services coming out that basically. Uh, ask you one question and then go to the ne- yeah. next question. And now you're 50% and, done. And yeah, then yeah. And, and that that really helps. And it just the style of it, of how right. it impacts it, yeah. increases conversion. So there's a lot of cool stuff uh, on that. Uh, front coming out. So, and then, uh, then Pauline, she went into this uh, this piece about how websites could get worse. And one of the, the things that she mentioned that I think is worth being one of her how your website redesign can sa- uh, sa- can sabotage uh-huh. your paid efforts is HTTPS. Right. So if you're <laughs> oh my on, gosh, yeah, that's like number one. Everything's got to be secure. Yeah, if you're on HTTPS and you redesign and they drop the ball and now you're no longer on HTTPS, that's a problem. Well, you know, yeah. the, the the thing that can tank. The biggest thing to tank. Yeah. So. Well, no. So well, the biggest thing to tank. Yeah. Uh, uh, the HTTPS is where that little box to pop up. Right. Right. <laughs> that little box to pop up and uh, for it to say warning when you go to this page. Like, right. Like I can tell you, even when that happens for me, I have to go. Whoa. Whoa. Do I really want to be like, here? Yeah. You know, like okay, this is okay because it's scary. Yeah. So. Um, 
And our, and our SEO uh, consulting guru is mentioning <laughs> AMP and HTML, so we're going to have to bring him onto the podcast. Come on, come on, come on. Give your tip. He was wanting to give his tip. Sorry for those instructions. Sorry. Talk, talk into Matt's yeah, chest. There you go. All right. All right. Okay, so, so, I was, so I was dying here a little bit because they were mentioning things that could uh, uh, tank your, your rankings if you... Uh, you redesign your site. Yeah, there we go. That's where I feel like I'm kissing you. Okay. So anyway, so that was a little awkward. Yeah, right, well. So basically, um, if you have if the site previously has AMP HTML, uh, when you redesign the site, you could potentially lose a lot of traffic. Uh, if you uh, break the AMP, if you well, if they don't implement the AMP, uh, or if they don't implement it properly, right? And now, two tips on implementing AMP properly, right? Is make sure you have canonical links. Yep. On every single page, right? Every AMP page, and then also <laughs> make sure that the proper structured data is on the uh, is on each page. And uh, actually, there is a third tip. And uh -oh. The last one is <laughs> read the guidelines for AMP HTML. All about JavaScript and the proper type of CSS that's allowed to be on AMP HTML pages. That's what I'll get. And right, he drops the mic drops and the walks mic, up the boom. stage. That boom. <laughs> All right, so that was number seven. Make sure you implement your AMP pages and your redesign properly. All right, so that that wraps up the the meat of the podcast. Drop the mic. So, <laughs> if you like this podcast, we're going to ask you to share this podcast to Shiko this podcast. We are currently in pursuit of Yelp reviews. Yelp reviews. You guys please. have already helped us. In fact, uh, Mark, put, uh, excuse me, Mac put his on Yelp, so we really appreciate that. Uh, we've made it easy to get to our Yelp profile. All you need to do is go to eWebResults.com slash Yelp. And that will make sure that you get to our Yelp profile. Please leave us a review and make it five stars. All right. So um, please remember we're filmed here in Houston, Texas. Hey, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet. The internet. Call EY Results for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. We do have a referral program. We do all the services that we mention in this podcast. Every one of them. And even Matt is going to add the countdown timer to the PPC. So all <laughs> yes. of them. Yes. <laughs> we do. yes. Um, so if you have a customer who's interested in those services, you send them to us. They pay their bill. And then we pay you. Also... We help uh, other agencies uh, over, like double white check that white label check check their stuff. So if you have a smaller agency out there and you're working in a particular niche and you just want uh, some some access to some experts to help you look at it, um, we've done that for a number of different niches. And uh, we can help you out too if you're uh, a growing agency out there. Don't we're, we're friends. We love you. Yep. So we can yeah. work together. Yes. So we were filmed live here at five nine 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 West Thirty Fourth Street, Suite One Hundred Six, Houston, Texas seven seven zero nine two. Um, if you want an audio, video, or transcript of the podcast, you can get it at eWebResults.com. We are the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. That is because you, 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 all of y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. My name is Matt Bertram. Bye-bye for, for now. now. <laughs>
she's gonna set me free In my daydream she's my fantasy 